My beloved disciples, the appointed hour is at hand. Let us descend to our lair where hell awaits. Welcome to the Northwest Metal Zone.
Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome once again to the Northwest Metal Zone. I am Chance, I am your host, and we just kicked off the show this evening with a band out of Portland, Oregon called Excruciator. That's off a brand new CD that's coming out uh, on August 2nd called Devourer, and that track was called Hunter Killer. So appreciate the opportunity that we have to uh, play that for you a little, a couple weeks in advance there. So how's everybody doing out there tonight? Uh, hope all is well. Hope you've had another good week out there in, in your lives and everything that you do. Uh, we've had, been having a good time here in the Northwest Metal Zone as well. Apologize for the voice a little bit. I still got this whatever it is that's been hanging on for a couple of weeks. Uh, everything else feels pretty good, but the voice still sounds pretty scratchy and rough a little bit. So apologize for that, but we're going to soldier on and uh, we'll get through the program tonight. Uh, I don't know how many of you are into uh, horror movies. It seems like a lot of uh, a lot of people like horror movies, and especially a lot of people that are into metal like horror movies. But there is a very cool movie that's coming out. I think it's uh, one of those straight-to-DVD things. I don't think it's going to be in theaters. But I heard about it this week. Uh, there's a, It's uh, called After Party Massacre, and it's actually a horror movie that's based directly on uh, a metal show. So people go to the metal show, and then they go to the after party, and that's where all the mayhem begins is kind of the rough plot outline. Uh, it's got a fantastic soundtrack that's out already, and you can check that out on places like Amazon and iTunes and, and uh, places like that. You can also go to a site called www.horrormerch.com, and they have links where you can purchase a soundtrack, and the uh, movie itself will be out a little later this summer on DVD. So uh, I would highly recommend from the trailers I've seen and what I've heard about it, uh, if you're into horror movies, this looks like it's going to be a really good one, and if nothing else, just for the soundtrack. So... Get out there and check that out. That's my that's my two cents on my on a movie review for you. How's that? Also, uh, you know, I try to be very impartial on the show. I try not to play favorites or play my buddies' bands or anything. But I did want to give a shout out to Curse of the North, and I actually don't know these guys at all. But I uh, had mentioned a couple of weeks ago that I went to their CD release show and did pick up a copy of the new CD. And I have to tell you, I have to say to Curse of the North, great job, guys. That is a killer CD, and I've really been enjoying it. So I would encourage everybody, if you haven't picked it up yet, get out to a show and pick up a copy. I'm not sure how if they have that online or if how it's available online anywhere, but if you can find it to download or anything, it's it's worth the time, it's worth the money, and it's a, a very, very, very good CD. I've uh, been enjoying that, as I said, quite a bit over the last couple of weeks. So Curse of the North, good job, guys. I uh, wanted to also throw out very quickly, um, I, I don't want this to sound like a rant or anything, but you know we get a lot of bands that are submitting a lot of music to us. Uh, we talked about last week, we have uh, over 100 bands in the library now, which is very, 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 very good. Gives me a lot of uh, things to pull from every week, even if we don't have a lot of new music submitted uh, during a week, which is actually the case this week. Uh, but when you make, please make sure that when you submit your tracks, because you know you're sending them to me, but I'm, I'm guessing you're also sending them to anyone else. Um, you know, we we are pretty pretty good with our technology here, where we can figure out, you know, if a track's just labeled track four, who it really belongs to, and everything when we're pulling the show together. But not everybody will, or not everybody may take the time to do that. So when you save the metadata on your tracks, uh, make sure that you know the the name of the track is actually what it's called. Put your band name in the space for band name. Put your album name, if it applies, uh, where the album name... Because we see tracks that come in here that are labeled all kinds of crazy ways, and uh, 
uh, like I said, you know, we'll take the time to do it because we want to play your tracks and we want to push them out there. But if you're sending them out for promotion or something, somebody else, you know, gets a track that's just called track four and they may not even, you know, take the time to research backwards a little bit. So just a helpful hint there. Try to label your tracks as you save them uh, with the proper metadata. So that's our that's our little rant for this morning because it makes Wonder Boy crazy and I don't I don't want Wonder Boy to be crazy. So. He, he controls the show. If he's crazy, then, you know, the show doesn't turn out so well. All right, well, let's get into some more music here. Oh, I want to mention also we are we do have an interview for you again this week. So we missed, missed an interview last week, but we're right back on track with that. And I will say in regard to interviews, they're probably not going to happen every single week. We just happened to hit a stretch there where we got a bunch of them recorded all at once. Uh, but... Uh, we'll have them on the show as often as we can. I know that everybody or a lot of people enjoy hearing those and getting to know the bands better. And I think we've got a good one today with a band called Strict Nine out of Pullman, Washington. And we'll get to that in a little bit. But we do have an interview set up for this week. Now let's get into some more music. This is a band called Evangelist out of Seattle with a track called Your Hands Are Very Soft.
Okay, we just wrapped up the first full set there of our uh, metal music this evening. Uh, the last song in the set there was a band out of Seattle called Scourge Schematic, and the song title is Inhuman Badass. Great song title. Uh, in the middle of the set there, we had Terra Morta out of Tacoma with Winter Is Her Name, and then kicking off the set, uh, Evangelist out of Seattle called Your Hands Are Very Soft. So, uh, yeah, not sure how that works in as a metal title, but, you know, do whatever you got to do, guys. It's all It's all good. So let's uh, let's get into the part of the show every week where we talk about some shows that you can go out and go see some live metal. So we got a long list again today. We'll uh, we'll kick it off right now. So coming up tomorrow night on Wednesday, July twentieth, at the Mercury in Seattle, Burn presents Chasma, Winter in the Blood, Adara, and Hold a Crawl. The show starts at nine. It is a six dollar cover, and it's twenty one and over. Also tomorrow night, uh, July 20th, at El Corazon in Seattle, we have our friends Weird Beast with Perfume and Screaming Sons of. That's also a 9 o'clock start. It's a $7 cover, and it's 21 and over. And just so you have lots of variety, there's another show tomorrow night, July 20th, at Hell's Kitchen in Tacoma. We have Deathbed Confessions, Armed for Apocalypse, Into the Open Earth, and Unearth the Dead. That is also a 9 o'clock show. Uh, did not see a cover price on that, but it is a 21 and over show. Uh, then coming up Friday, July 22nd at the Red Room in Tacoma, our friends Deny Your Deceiver. Also, they charge like warriors, who we've also featured on the show. Swing Low, I, Delilah, and Adonijah. That's a 7 o'clock show. It's a $6 cover, and the Red Room is all ages. Saturday, July 23rd at the Looney Bin in Belfair. We have South Kitsap Infidels, Verada, Burn the Harbor, Martyr Machine, and Beneath All Chaos. That's an 8 o'clock show. It is a $5 cover, and it is 21 and over. Uh, also, Saturday, July 23rd, this is down in Portland at a club called The East End. We have the Taxi Boys, the Blood Types, and our friends Death Proof. And I did not see, I did not get any information about a start time, a cover, I'm pretty sure the East End is a 21 and over, though. So, uh, And then also Saturday, July 23rd, uh, at the High Line in Seattle. Very cool club. If you haven't checked it out, go check out the High Line. Uh, we have Blue Sabbath, Black Cheer, Sutek Hexen, Pale Chalice, Folivore, and Bell Witch. And that is a 9 o'clock start. And again, I didn't see any information about cover. I know the High Line is 21 and over, though. Uh, then Monday, July 25th, it's a Monday, so it's got to be a Metal Monday at the 2-Bit Saloon in Ballard. We have Stonehaven, Sedna, and Scorched Earth. 9 o'clock start time, $5 cover, 21 and over. Uh, Wednesday, July 27th at Hell's Kitchen in Tacoma, we have our friends Deny Your Deceiver, Barefoot Barnacle, Osama Bin Rockin', and Uncle Pooch. That is a 9 p.m. start time and 21 and over. Uh, Thursday, this is a special set of shows here, the next uh, three shows coming up. Uh, our friends Fallen Traders, they have a little uh, CD release tour coming up, so they're going to play three shows in four days. This is the first one on Thursday, July 28th at the Red Room in Tacoma. Uh, the bands are A Sequence of Ghosts, Fall Star, Fallen Traders, and more. Uh, don't have a start time on that, but it's a $5 cover, and it is all ages. Then... Friday, July 29th at the Den Community Center in Maple Valley, we have the Informal Gentleman, 
a solemn goodbye and fallen traders. That's a 7.30 p.m. start, $5 cover, and all-ages show. And then they wrap up uh, their little mini tour on Sunday, July 3rd, or <laughs> Sunday, July 3rd, Sunday, July 31st, how about that, at El Corazon in Seattle. And this is a long list of bands. We have The Informal Gentleman, Take Me Instead, A Solemn Goodbye, May 4th Movement, Light Up the Sky, Redeem the Exile, Fallen Traitors, Five Five Beats Till Sunrise, and Straight to Our Enemies. And because of the large number of bands, the show starts at 4. Tickets are $8 in advance or $10 day of show, and and uh, that is an all-ages show. And then the last thing I wanted to mention is uh, a couple of things to mention, actually. Uh, don't have all the show details as I'm sitting here right now, but this coming uh, Friday, July 22nd, at the AFU in Bremerton, uh, the... Uh, we talked to our friends Martyr Machine, and as you know, they are uh, they are a band. Most of those guys are Navy members. Uh, the the USS Stennis is about to deploy, and so this is a show in honor of them and their deployment, and give them a chance to get out and have some fun before they got to be on board a ship for many many months. Uh, don't have the band lineup. I don't have the time or anything. I know it's going to be a free show if you're in the military and you have military ID, but I, we will, I will be hosting the show. I will be presenting, you know, introducing the bands and everything from the stage. Uh, so this will be a Northwest metal zone present show kind of last notice, kind of, as you can hear, not quite fully put together, but the show will go on and it is Friday, July 22nd at the AFU in Bremerton. And then also another Northwest Metal Zone Presents show, uh, still about a month off, but Saturday, August 13th at the Charleston Theater, in, also in Bremerton. We're going to have the Metal Civil War, and this is also a Northwest Metal Zone Presents. We have Jack Havoc and Northern Bastard representing the North, and Bo- Burn the Harbor and the Walrus Effect representing the South. That show is going to start at 8 p.m., $5 cover, and it is an all-ages show. So a couple of things to look out for. Um, watch the Facebook page for more details, especially on the show that's on uh, that's coming up on Friday the 22nd. Uh, and please come out. Please support the military. Come party with the Navy guys before they have to go take off and, and do their thing for a while. So we, as I mentioned, we do have an interview this week. And we're going to get right into that segment. The band, once again, uh, we talked with Strict Nine. Actually, we talked with Christopher from Strict Nine. We did a phone interview, so I got to sit in the comfort of the NWCZ Radio Studios and do the interview instead of standing out on a curb with a bunch of uh, metalheads, uh, which is fun too. But it's nice to be in the studio. So Strict Nine is out of Pullman, and Christopher's going to uh, give us all the details on Strict Nine. Before we do the interview, we're going to play their track, Legions of Lucifer, and then you'll hear the interview and then one more Strict Nine track coming out. So we'll see you probably in about 25 minutes or so. Below 
Okay, well, this is the Northwest Metal Zone. Uh, normally, this is our interview segment, and normally I am out on location talking to somebody uh, at a venue or something, but we today I'm safe and sound in the studio, and I have on the phone with me Christopher from the band Strict Nine. Uh, Christopher, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing well, thanks. So I think we got uh, sunshine on both sides of the mountain. Christopher's over in Pullman, Washington right now, so... Uh, we're both having a bright, sunny day. Uh, so why don't you, uh, Christopher, first of all, what is what do you play or what is, what is your role in uh, Strict Nine? Uh, currently, my role in uh, Strict Nine is uh, I do guitar and vocals, and uh, Eric, uh, my brother, is the drummer in the group, and Joe Schauble is the bass player so for right now we are currently a three-piece and uh we're actually trying to expand to a four-piece with uh, a second guitarist with uh 
Doug Camp from uh, Skinwalker. So we're hoping that we'll work out where we can do a few live shows with him and even do uh, our next CD with him. Okay, very cool. So uh, are you guys, are you all the original members, or have you gone through the normal band turmoil of uh, <laughs> finding? Uh, yeah, we, we've actually had uh, several lineup changes. We, we were actually a four-piece when we were starting out in high school, and this was uh, when I was around 16 or 17 or so, and, you know, we had two solid uh, players and then, uh, you know, creative uh, differences led to them uh, not playing or performing with us anymore, and we weren't really that satisfied. But, you know, uh, things happened, and then we went down to a three-piece, and then we had a a female bass player for a while, and she was pretty good. And then, uh, you know, same thing happened, but, you know, we uh, there's no nothing really uh, hard about it. it. You know, it was... Uh, a while ago, and so now we've been playing with uh, Joe Schauble for, uh, actually, he's been the longest member so far. He's actually been in the band for three years, and he's actually a phenomenal bass player. Oh, cool, very good. I know <laughs> that seems to be a tough position to fill. I talk to a lot of bands, and they're always looking for that good bass player, so it seems like once you find one, you really got to hang on to him. Yeah, you do, yeah. They're not... Uh, dime a dozen like guitar players but. <laughs> <laughs> so overall then how long has uh, in some form or another how long has strict nine been together uh we've actually the only two members that have been playing together for the longest has been me and my brother eric and that has been a total of uh nine years and uh before we were actually known as strict nine we were known as asylum and you know we would do you know, shows with other, you know, musicians. And then at some point we uh, decided to change the the band name from Asylum to Strict Nine, and that was roughly around 2004 to 2005, I think, in which we changed the name. So we, Eric and I have been working on this for close to a decade. Wow, that's that's pretty impressive. And it, it's it's funny. I've talked to the guys in uh, Skinwalker as well, and I think uh, I think Devin told me they were, uh, you know, they've been together in some form or another since like nine, you know nineteen ninety nine or something. And that's that's uh, that's a lot yeah, of de- that's, that's a lot of dedication. That, yeah, that that it it definitely is, and that's uh, something I admire and hope to get to very soon. But you know, we'll see. It's and it's still going good. We're actually. I don't think we're going to quit anytime soon, so we're looking forward to... And we're actually on the uh, process of our uh, next record, so we're uh, looking forward to that. All right, well, yeah, let's uh, let's talk about that a little bit. So you, you are doing some recording right now? Uh, yeah, actually, uh, believe it or not, uh, we're not actually in the recording process of the record. We are actually still in the writing process. What we're going to do is actually get four songs done this year in which we're going to go in. I'm going to try and, well, I'm actually going to record the guitar parts, get them, get those done, and then have the bass player and drummer come in and do their parts. And uh, it's going to be very different from our first record because we actually haven't done, we actually didn't do it that way. It was more or less, we went in, we jammed, and then came out with the CD. 
And actually, I was very proud of that CD. So uh, this is going to be, hopefully, it will be uh, a lot more structured and uh, sonically sounding better than the first one. But like I said, I like like the first CD. Even I even like listening to it. So I hope it uh, gets some of the recognition that it deserves when we get it done. Yeah, well, I have to say, you know, especially hearing you say that on that first CD, you guys just kind of went in and jammed it. That's a that's a very good CD. I mean, I heard a couple of tracks off of that, and it got my attention right away. So, um, yeah, we actually we actually had been working on those songs for four years, and the reason why it took so long to get that CD done was because we were uh, Eric and wasn't uh, you know that uh, not well. He was somewhat technical, but we were in the process of him getting his endurance and his uh, playing ability to that level where we were comfortable with going in and getting those tracks done. So it was pretty much we, we worked our butts off, and then there it is. Yeah. Well, it's like I said, it's a great result, and I definitely have to tip my hat to metal drummers. I watch those. I play a little drums myself, but I, there's, like you said, with the endurance thing, there's there is no way I probably could get through even one track. So it's yeah, you it's, know, I actually, you know, before I even started playing guitar, it was all about drums. So whenever we write a song or something, I'm greatly concerned with the drums, even probably even more so than than the guitar. But then I'm also kind of a perfectionist in the sense that everything has to be perfect but then you know if you heard the the first cd there are some mistakes on there but we were just like well let's let's just uh keep it the way it is because the energy's there everything's there the you know the the sound of a young band that you know wants to do this that energy is on there so that's something i like a lot in the cd too yeah yeah, so now uh, you, when you're performing, you use a stage name of Zephyrian. Did I say that correctly? Yes, Zephyrian, yes. Does, is there, uh, is there anything in particular that led you to choose that name or just like the sound well, of it? Well, or? well, yeah, you know, it's always, you know, uh, black metal uh, personalities yes. use uh, any sort of name that either ends in eon or off and, <laughs> that's uh, true <laughs> there was a you know a zephyr is actually a light gust of wind but then uh there's uh the guitar player a uh, session member for dark throne his name was zephyrus and zephyrus was actually the name of a greek deity i believe but then uh i chose a uh, zephyr on and then went on to the internet to check out uh if there are any other names, and I was like, oh, that's actually, Zephron is actually the name of a video game character. Ah. And so then, so then I was like, well, you know what, since Eric's name is Blasphirian, and we're brothers, I'll just change it to Zephyrian. Oh, that makes so, sense. So in a way, you know, I, I kind of just changed it a little, but uh, you never know when you, when you can find something better, and we're still, you know, you know, in that process of trying to get to a label so i mean anything can happen it, it could change you know just like that but for now it's zephyrian sure. so and i haven't i actually haven't done the uh corpse paint thing in a while i hope to one of these days but it's been a while it's so much work doing that corpse paint <laughs> yeah i can imagine <laughs> and then and then it's on for the rest of the night it's like <laughs> you do yeah, your... <laughs> pretty much and, yeah and pretty much when you wake up the next day you still got 
traces of that pain and it's just it's a pain yeah <laughs> yeah well i like you know i the the black metal bands i always appreciate all the i mean black metal bands seem to be in it all the way there's no halfway and uh that's that's there, always... yeah there there definitely is no halfway but then uh you know i see some black metal bands that i've actually been listening to uh anal necroft and they're from uh they're from Britain, yes, and they are so black metal. But then when they go on stage, they don't do the corpse paint. But it's still cool. So yeah, it's just one of the, it's just one of those things where I think uh, black metal. You know, there there will be a uh, post black metal movement where there won't be as many bands doing the corpse painting because that's a it's a traditional black metal thing. But I still love it. Yeah, I do too. It it adds a very cool element to uh the performance especially. Yeah. So now uh when it, we when we I'm sorry, you were going to say something else? Oh no, no, I'm fine. Okay. Uh yeah. when we were chatting a little bit before we started the interview, you mentioned uh that you have a, you know, come from somewhat of a musical background. So why don't we talk for a couple minutes about your influences and uh what led you to black metal? Okay. Uh well, first off, uh I had been, you know, raised in a musical family, so that helped out a lot. And uh, not to go too much in depth in it, but it actually helped in a way to get to where I am right now. But then uh, the main reason, or one of the main reasons, or the factors that led to us doing black metal was uh, actually my brother, because we were doing, uh, you know, thrash metal or hard rock or whatever you want to call it. And then... uh, he actually, Eric introduced me to uh, a band called Mayhem. Oh and, yes, <laughs> uh, their their uh, day mysterious doom Satanus record, and that uh, actually started it right there. And Eric's actually more of a uh, more into death metal. I remember when he was more into black metal, and then he uh, you know likes death metal a lot more. But then uh, he also has a very big uh record collection of you know thrash metal death metal black metal speed metal whatever you want to call it and uh i just like to call it rock and roll but anyway yeah I'm... so uh <laughs> <laughs> so then uh the the process by which we came to record manifestations of evil made divine was actually a you know a influences from all over the board cannibal corpse i mean when you hear manifestations of evil made divine and you have that middle section with the the uh, high pitch, you know, harmonics when when I uh, play. That's a, I I would actually say that's a Cannibal Corpse thing because you hear that a lot in their music. Yep. And also, uh, let's see, definitely Dimmu Borgir, thirteen forty nine, Dark Throne. Uh, actually, if you remember when I was doing the uh, Seattle gig, I was actually wearing you know, a Dark Throne t-shirt, and actually, uh, our first show out in Seattle, I looked at the pictures, and I was like, I was wearing that Dark Throne t-shirt again. (laughs) (laughs) So, I like to, you know, uh, promote, you know, that true Norwegian black metal even here, even, you know, even if Dark Throne doesn't play live, it's still cool to do that, but those are are some of the influences, and, uh, you know, I'm actually a big fan of... uh, classical music at a point you know i like a lot of bach beethoven mozart uh musorsky and uh 
you know, just a lot of classical music. It actually helps a lot to get sources from uh, outside of something that you, you know that you mainly do. So yeah. those are some of my main influences. Uh, some of the guitar players that have uh, been a great help. Uh, one, uh, and this may sound a little cliched, but uh, James Hetfield from Metallica. When I first heard Ride the Lightning, I had to play guitar. And then uh, let's see. Uh, C. Lenals from Dimmu Borgir, uh, and let's see, Satir from Satiricon, and, uh, you know, you can probably name any other guitarist, and I'll be like, yeah, that's... <laughs> yeah, there's a little bit that, of that, that too. That, that, <laughs> yeah, that's, you know, so, those are some of my influences. I also have been, uh, listening to a lot of jazz lately, and, uh... When I was going to college and finishing up, I actually did was practicing a lot, even more so I think than I was in Strychnine. But when I got done, uh, I've actually been doing uh, a lot of playing. Actually, uh, doing some Misfits. I'm a big Misfits fan, and uh, I probably guess uh, every other metalhead is too. But uh, yeah, you know, uh, they are very again influential so and uh let's see who else oh uh my father's been very uh influential he's a you know a musician and he has a very uh good work ethic so he actually performs a lot too and he's actually been a big uh uh help to me as well so All right, there it know. is yeah that's very cool uh, like a yeah Actually, when when we talk to a lot of the metal bands, it's, we actually do find a lot of those wide ranging influences. It's not that uh, ever you know you know I only listen to death metal. I don't listen to anything else. And yeah, so it's it's very interesting. And I think that like as you said, you have to draw on a different uh, you know you have to draw from all kinds of things, or else you're sooner or later you're going to wind up sounding like everybody else, and nobody wants to do that. So yeah, and you know uh, when because actually when I got my uh, my degree in college was uh, anthropology, and the main reason I went into uh, anthropology was because of uh, other cultures and their music. So, uh, you know, uh, cultures and uh, the making of music, pretty yeah. much, is what it came down to. So oh, That's pretty cool. Yeah. So, uh, But until then, you know, I'm just taking time off and just uh, working on the new trying to work on the new record so okay so uh you just mentioned taking time off does that mean you're not doing a lot of shows right now or is there an opportunity uh, for fans well, to I, come out actually, and see you uh, i'm when, when i say when i say time off i mean i'm taking time off from school because i've actually been in school for a long time and also doing uh actually a lot of shows i actually was doing a lot of shows when, when i was in college so uh just taking time off from school i don't know how long that will be but definitely doing uh, more shows, but we want to get some new material going so we can uh, bring more so that people can, uh, they won't have to say, we want more. <laughs> we'll, we'll already have it. So You'll already have more. It'll, it'll be there, yeah. All so, right. Yeah. Well, uh, looking forward to uh, when you guys make the trek over to Seattle again, I will definitely uh, check out the show and uh, actually come up and shake your hand so we can meet face-to-face and... Uh, That'll be great. Yeah, that'll be cool. So we need to uh, kind of wrap everything up here. Is there anything else that you want to, to mention about the band or let us know that you have going on? Uh, 
not that I know of, but uh, yeah, we just look forward to uh, coming back to Seattle as soon as possible. We might even uh, at some point want to play in Portland. We might go down to Portland because uh, our buddies are, our punk rock buddies are actually doing a record, and we were actually allowed to do a song on their uh, new CD. It's uh, a punk band called Random Noise. Oh, okay. And they're from and they're from this area too. And we're actually very good friends with them, and we get along fine. And we were actually up in the in the studio with them. Then when they were recording, we did a song for them. So hopefully, uh, if we get to go down there and do a punk rock metal show, we'll let you know about that. And it might be in Portland because that's where they'll be mixing it. Okay, so, cool. Well, yeah. is there uh, how can how can people stay up to date on the Strict Nine happenings? How, where where can we find uh, information about you? They can uh, either go on Facebook, MySpace, or even Reverb Nation. Or uh, they can even uh, contact us through Gmail. Our uh, email address is uh, contactstrict9 at gmail.com, and it's all lowercase. And, you know, even if uh, you don't want to do the email, just, you know, Facebook, MySpace, or Reverb Nation. And the Facebook is, uh, if you want to get a hold of us, Quickly, I would suggest doing the Facebook or even Reverb Nation. Okay. Well, very cool. Well, Christopher, thanks for taking some time with us today. I really appreciate the chance to uh, talk with you and learn more about Strict 9. Thank you. And uh, we will hopefully see you in the area soon. You betcha. Thank you. Okay, thanks.
So that was our interview with Strychnine. Uh, the last track that we heard there after the interview was Manifestations of Evil Made Divine. And then, as we mentioned, the, the track leading off the interview segment was Legions of Lucifer. So I want to thank Christopher again for taking some time out of his day. We actually recorded that a couple of weeks ago, but I uh, wanted to thank him for taking some time and uh, sharing some information about Strychnine with us. A uh, very interesting guy, and I find it very uh I guess I'll say interesting again. I keep saying that word a lot, but uh, that uh, some of those bands over there in the eastern part of Washington, you know, they've they've been going at this for a long, long time, and you have to really appreciate uh, the dedication and the diligence, and just you know, keep going at it. It, it really lets me know that uh, those guys are serious about what they're doing, and you know, whether they whether they make it big, whether they wind up on a label or whatever situation, uh, you know, at least you know that they're in it and for the right reasons and they're very serious about what they're doing. So hats off to them. Appreciate uh, 
them giving us some good metal because we have Skinwalker that's over there in that part of the state doing the same kind of music, and we have uh, Strychnine there that we just talked to, and uh, I pre- and I appreciate and I like the things that those guys are doing. So uh, let's get back into some more music so I can quit repeating myself. Uh, we're going to kick off this next set uh, with a band out of Vancouver, British Columbia. They are called Refacool, and the track is called Misery Under the Moon.
I'm Dragonis Khan. I'm Freak Baseman. And we are Thou Shall Kill. And right now you're listening to Northwest Metal Zone.
Okay, we are ready to talk some more because we've just listened to some music. So uh, the last track in the set there was a band out of Everett, uh, Snohomish County, uh, Gravenlock, and the track is called Gravenlock. Uh, out of Seattle, we had Death Metal Legends drawn and quartered. Those t- Speaking of guys that have been around for a long time, these guys have been around forever, and uh, I understand that they are in the process of recording a new album as well, so we'll look forward to that when that comes out. But in the meantime, we pulled a track called Merciless Hammer of Lucifer off of the album of the same name. Uh, that was drawn and quartered. And then uh, Vancouver, British Columbia brings us Refacool and their track Misery Under the Moon. So how can you get a hold of the Northwest Metal Zone? I know you've been sitting here listening so far this evening and you've been wondering, man, how can I get a hold of those guys? Let me tell you. You can email us. The email address is nwmetalzone at gmail.com. And we have a ton of emails coming in. We have a lot of people, uh, mostly mu- we, mostly the email address seems to be used for music, but you know, if you want to drop a comment there or concern, request, anything like that, feel free to shoot me an email. Uh, bands, you can also use that, you know, if you stumble across the Northwest Metal Zone uh, on Facebook or you hear the show or somebody tells you about it, you can, you can email tracks directly to us uh, at that address. So as I said, that's mostly what it seems to wind up being used for, but uh, you know, feel free to use it however you want. Uh, we also have a Facebook page, which is called NW Metal Zone, so you can hop on Facebook and just search NW Metal Zone, or if you want to type in the whole URL, it's just www.facebook.com backslash NW Metal Zone. We have a, always have some good discussions and things going on on the Facebook page. Uh, we have a lot of bands out there, and I don't have the full list with me. I'm going to kind of summarize it and move it back up to the top of the Facebook page, but there's a lot of bands out there that are looking for um, band members. We have three bands that I know of that are looking for drummers. We have a couple looking for bass players. So, you know, if you're a musician and you're looking for a gig, uh, definitely check out the page because there's those kind of announcements posted on. We have bands posting information about their shows coming up. We have just, you know, conversations about various things going on in the metal world and in the Northwest metal scene. So quite a lot of things going on there on the Facebook page and uh, just want as many people to jump in there as we can and and take part in all that. It helps uh, build our community and it helps uh, keep everything rolling right along. You know, we try to work with the other there's a another facebook page called the northwest metal association and they are you know very do very much the same thing they don't have a radio show but other than that they do they're doing the same thing that we're doing with just trying to be a resource to get bands together and give them a place to post their show information things like that so we try to work with uh, all the other facebook pages and organizations and associations we can find here in the northwest to promote the metal scene and that's that's what we're doing that's what we're all about so Join us, won't you? Let's uh, let's get into some more music here. This is uh, we played this band once before on the show. This is a very old school Seattle band. They were, uh, I think, they kind of veer towards being a thrash band more than anything else. But they were trying to be a thrash band in Seattle in the early '90s, which, as we all know, was the time of grunge and you know Nirvana, Soundgarden, Pearl Jam, all of that. So. Uh, you know, they, they tried really hard for a few years and just didn't quite, uh, things just didn't quite happen for them for the way they wanted, but, uh, we appreciate what they did as kind of groundbreakers in the, in the scene. And we're going to play some of their music on the show here once in a while. So this is a band called Forced Entry, and this is a track called Bludgeon. Bludgeon. 
are listening to the Northwest Metal Zone on NWCZRadio.com. And if you stop listening, Chance gets it. This backwash
All right, we are back from another set of music. Uh, we uh, The last band we played in the set there was from Portland. Uh, they are called Earth to Ashes, and that's a track called Doomsday Girl. Kind of dig the sound of that track a lot, so wanted to get it on the show. In the middle of the set there out of Tacoma, we had Monhammer uh, with a track called Hey, You're Not the Sound Guy. And uh, really like Monhammer. We've talked about them before. They don't really consider themselves to be a metal band, but I think if you throw them in the right situation, they most certainly, you know, they can, they can, they can be taken for a metal band. And if you ever get a chance to see them live, they are very intense live band and they can hold their own on a stage with any metal band that I've ever seen. So we're going to play some Monhammer. And then kicking off the set, Seattle uh, Thrash Legends forced entry with a track called Bludgeon. So believe it or not, we are uh, winding our way down to the end of the show here once again. Uh, we just have one more set of music to play for you. Hope you've enjoyed everything that you've heard up to this point. Want to thank all of you, as I always do, uh, for participating, number one, by listening in tonight. Uh, number two, by uh, telling your friends about us, by communicating via email, communicating on Facebook, uh, jumping in and just... Uh, joining what we're doing here. We really, really appreciate it. It makes it a lot. I mean, I would do this if nobody listened and if uh, there was nothing out there, <laughs> nothing out there going on at all. But the fact that uh, people do listen in and people enjoy what we're doing here makes it a lot more fun for me. So I really do appreciate all of that from all of you. Uh, and would encourage you to tell your friends about the the show. Um, you know, obviously the more people that listen, the more things we can do with it. So, you know, let's, let's get more people on board. Let's, let's let everybody listen. One of the things I'm curious about, and I'm going to post this on Facebook as well, is exactly how people do listen to the show. So, uh, you can wait till I post something official on Facebook, or you can just chime in, but do you listen on Tuesday nights as the show is going out on nwczradio.com? Do you wait until the next day, for the link that's posted on Facebook and listen to it that way? Do you listen through iTunes or do you listen to some other, you know, alternate sources? You know, we talked a little bit uh, last week about uh, there's an app called TuneIn Radio where you can listen to the show on your phone and it, or any smartphone. It's available for any smartphone, any platform out there. So, uh, so kind of chime in. Let us know how you're listening to the show. I'm kind of curious about that, and it would be it would be good to know. And I'll put an official uh, uh, question up on the Facebook page, and you can log in there and answer as well uh, that way. So let's uh, let's get into our final set of music here. Uh, we are going to play a band out of Surrey, British Columbia, called Without Mercy, and this track is called Slit.
the world lunged into fear by a half-demon gives a final cry for help. One man steps forth to heed the call. His name is Thorbjorn of Hrothgore.
All right, so wrapping things up here on the Northwest Metal Zone with the final uh, set of the evening. We had uh, we stretched the definition of the Northwest a little bit. This last band that we played is out of, actually out of Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. So Alberta is technically not usually considered part of the Northwest, but I really like this band. Uh, they're called All Else Fails, and that track was called Devil at the Crossroads. Then out of Seattle, in the middle of the set there, we had Falgeron with Norloxius, the Blood Smoker. And then out of Surrey, British Columbia, Without Mercy and a track called Slit. Interesting thing about Without Mercy, when you listen to that song, that is a, that is actually a female singer and uh, definitely in the classification of someone like Angela Gossow from Arch, Arch Enemy or something like that because she can really belt it out and it's, it's not really obvious that that is a female singer there. So we're always... Uh, Always good to see women taking uh, part in the metal scene and being taken seriously. That's a that's an important thing and an important uh, uh, resource, I guess, that you could say that you draw on to uh, get as many people as possible involved in metal. So it's always good to see those kind of things taking place. Um, with that said, we're going to wrap up the show once again. Let me give you the contact information. Uh, you can email us at nwmetalzone at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. The Facebook page is called NW Metal Zone. You can either search us through Facebook or you can go right to the URL, www.facebook.com backslash NW Metal Zone. Uh, you can listen to us uh, on nwczradio.com, which we hope that is what you're doing. Uh, and also just a little plug out for the station. I'm not going to try to go through all the different shows that are on because there's quite a few and the lineup is growing Seems like we have a new show that pops up every couple of weeks, and I don't have any notes, and I don't want to miss anybody, but there are lots of shows. Uh, I think the only night of the week that there is not a, a hosted show on is Saturday night. Uh, we've got uh, you know, we've got the uh, Northwest Convergent Zone show, which is the show that kind of started everything off. It's a, a weekly show dedicated to the arts and music scene in the Northwest with interviews and, and uh, you know, some music and things like that. Uh, we've got country music show we've got hip-hop show we've got uh, uh, a couple of rock shows we've got some singer-songwriter stuff that goes on i mean there's all kinds of there's a wide variety of music with this is, station is not programmed around one particular genre of music or anything like that we're just uh we're throwing everything into the mix and trying to uh show the diversity and all the talent that's out there in the northwest so please when you have an opportunity we appreciate that you're listening to the Northwest Metal Zone, but check out everything else that's going on on nwczradio.com. Uh, we, uh, we do appreciate your support. So thank you once again for tuning in. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for telling your friends about us. And uh, Asmodeus, why don't you take us on out of here? Our time is at an end, my friends. But join us again next week for another journey through the Northwest Metal Zone.